Hello, sunshine. Welcome back to another episode of A Dose of Adela. I am your host, Carrie Adela. It's been a minute. I know, I know, I know. Please forgive me, but know that I have missed you very much. I'm still in the transition of this whole move to Houston. And when I tell you it has been a whirlwind, it has been a whirlwind. You know, so many lessons, so many, so many lessons. Uh, Where do I begin? Where should I start? You know, I know that in anything that we do, even if there's a flow, right, of like, oh, this is this is going exactly how it's supposed to go. There's always going to be a bump. There's always going to be a stumble. You're going to stumble. There's always going to be an obstacle, right? And a lot of things are there for a reason. And I'm a big believer in that. Some things I can't talk about. Not yet. But some things I can. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss y'all though. I really miss sharing my my voice, sharing my stories. You know, I miss giving y'all a dose of Adela in this way. You know, and I can't promise you, I can't promise you that I will be consistent every week because there's a lot going on. And it's a lot in a good way. And it's a lot where it's just like, God, I know you think I'm strong, but baby, I, I need a break. I need a little bit of a break, just a little bit, just a little bit, just just some room for me to breathe while I take it all in and then we can go. But I know that's not how God operates, right? Ooh, so where do I begin? You know, I love Houston. I love, I love where I live. I'm happy, Right. I'm filled with joy. I wake up every morning and I give so much thanks. I open my window and the sun shines and I walk out on my balcony and it's just so much peace. But I will say I'm homesick. And I'm not homesick for, you know, smelly New York. But yes, I'm homesick for smelly New York because that has been my home for 35 years. And... I miss walking to the bodega, right? The bodega was everything to me. It's just like the center of community. If you don't know what a bodega is, it is like a community store. <laughs> That's what I call it. Um, a bodega is like um, in other cities, they call it a poppy store. They call it a corner store. New York has actually been transitioning where a lot of our bodegas are being renamed into delis. Don't know how I feel about that. You know, whatever. But... um it's a grocery store that's actually very convenient. We can usually walk to them. They have the basics. Usually not the shit that we need, but the shit that we need. <laughs> um, and I just miss them. So I miss that. I miss my mom. I miss my nephews. Um, you know, I miss my nephew's birthday. That was hard for me because I don't think... <laughs> You know, he understood that I couldn't come to his birthday because I was so far away. So there was that. Um, So the transition has been really hard of adjusting. But it's also been, you know, beautiful because I feel like God has sent me people to 
love me, to help me, to guide me, to connect me. So it's been beautiful. I don't have like complaints. But in terms of life, Jesus Christ, it's just been like, you know, what are you doing? (laughs) What am I doing? I'm stepping into my role. Today actually marks the year to date. Today is July 7th, 2021. Last year, July 7th, 2020, I resigned from my job at one of the largest hospitals in New York City. And I walked out and I never went back. And it was the best thing I ever did. And if you don't know that story, I didn't share it too much um, because I didn't speak up about it. But I basically resigned because there was so much going on at that time, you know, with George with George Floyd. There was a lot of like, even within our own community, whereas there was so many like, I don't want to say protests, but there was a lot of things happening in the community. Um, a lot of properties being destroyed and like. There was one day where my boss like knew this was happening. Let me go into the clinic. Then as I get there, she calls me and tells me, oh, I think you should go home. It's unsafe. So it was little things. I was just like, but you knew this before I went in while you're calling me from your home. Um, so there was so much lack of regard. But I started speaking up about the racism, um, the racism that I had you know, witnessed, experienced, talked to with colleagues. And when I started speaking about speaking up about racism, started speaking up about the prejudices that were taking place, um, the mistreatment, there was a lot of backlash. Um, and one, I want to start by saying, I've always struggled with speaking up for myself. And that's going to that's going to come into play in a little bit. So remember that. I've always struggled with speaking up for myself. I can speak up for you. I can speak up for your mama, your daddy, your cousins, your whoever. My child, I go hard for. Of course, everybody I go hard for. I never spoke up for myself. So me speaking up for myself, me speaking up for my coworkers, my colleagues at the time who were experiencing these things and going through a lot and afraid to share it, I was the person and I was okay with being that person. But I noticed that as I was speaking up, I was being told that, well, if you don't like it, then you should leave in the nice way. And it got to a point where, you know, I kept being asked, you know, what are you going to do? You know, if you're unhappy here, what are you going to do? And you know what? What am I going to do? Right. It's clear that we can speak up and do as much as we can and we can advocate um, why we can fight the fight. But if you aren't happy somewhere, then you also have to leave. So there was that. So I left and I wrote everything in an email, everything that had happened. However, I believe that I was supposed to continue to speak up and everybody was like, you need to speak up. You need to put them on blast. And I was just like, that's not me. That's not, you know, I left, I said what I had to say, and I moved on. And it is what it is. Moved on, happy, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, I quit my nine to five. 
I made affirmation decks for adults and children. Like I learned how to pivot. I created things that people needed, right? I moved to Houston. Like my whole life has changed. Haven't processed none of this, by the way. And here we are a year later. And I'm being forced to speak up again. So back in January, I had this beautiful vision that I was going to create another affirmation deck, but I had a whole different vision for it. Um, Needless to say, I commissioned a new person. Nobody I've ever worked for. I love her work. This is not about bashing anybody. Love this artist's work, you know, and I trusted them. This was a commission, not a collaboration. I want to make that as clear as possible. Reached out to them. We started working. Our initial deadline was supposed to be March 15th. That didn't happen. Whatever. Patience. I believe, you know, things do happen in time. However, as <laughs> as the time goes by, I'm getting excited. I'm not telling anybody. We're having meetings. In our final meeting, me and this artist, at the very end of the meeting, after we like are almost wrapped up with the deck, she asked if she could sell prints from my deck. And there was a big conversation about that. Because one, I want everybody to eat. That's how I that's how I operate. If you don't know me, <laughs> if you have not met me, I do everything with women. I love women, you know, and I love to see us win, especially black and brown women, like especially, right? And so when I seek out people to work with and when people seek out me, I make sure that they're in alignment, right? I don't just do things to do it. So when she asked if she could sell the prints, I was like, cool, absolutely. But when, because the when is really important. Because I hadn't spoken about this deck yet. I hadn't released it. And I had a whole plan. We actually had a plan. Her and I. We were going to actually, you know, I was going to start speaking about it. Because she wanted to share her process of creating. And I was just like, well, clearly I need to be the first one to do that. Because it's my project. <sighs> we, we came to the conclusion that prints would be sold as a collaboration. This is where the collaboration came in, was with the with the prints. There would only be three to five out of my 55-card affirmation deck. And I would <laughs> have the chance to sell them on my deck, on my website versus her selling them. There's so many things, right? And I will not get into everything because this is, it's not about bashing or anything, right? It's not about trying to prove my point. Because at the end of the day, I want to make it clear, like, there's always many sides to every story. And I have no problem ever saying when I'm wrong. But in this case, we agreed in July. And <laughs> we were in May. It was May 12th. It was a Wednesday. We agreed on July because the deck one has still not been completed yet. My, my prints that I commissioned had not been completed. Cool, right? <sighs> we agreed on July because I was going to launch my deck in June. Right? Okay. This was May 12th. 
on May 14th, I get on Instagram. No text, no email, no tag, no mention, no anything. And the the heavy hitters, I like to call them, of my deck, two of them, two images, were posted for sale on her page. And when I tell you I was I was shocked, I was hurt, I was livid. And my friend had actually been visiting and she was sitting right there and I handed her the phone. And she has seen the images because she has been here with me. She was visiting. I had talked to her about it. Literally, two people knew about this. Two people in my real life. (sighs) Two people had seen the images, right? Anyway, I handed her the phone. She was like, are those your images? Because she knew. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. We didn't agree on this. (laughs) No mention of me whatsoever. No mention that it came from me, right? We spoke on the phone because I sent her a text. Um, and I asked her, I was like, we didn't agree on this. So why would you, what is this about? Why would you do this? She said to me, oh, you misunderstood. Um, I, I think that I should have been the one to post it because it's my hand. And I think that it's beneficial to you. So people know my hand in art. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, people know my hand and they know my art. And I think that they would be really excited to have my artwork in your affirmation deck. It's like, what are you saying, sis? What is you saying right now? Because one, no, this is not yours. Two, why was your followers like, first of all, I have a bigger following than you. Not that that means anything. Um, But I have a larger community, rather. And three, it seems like now you just want this to be about you. Like, you're taking this and making it about you and you being seen and you making money. And I'm like, none of your artwork, none. Artwork is amazing, stunning, right? None of your artwork looks like anything that is in this deck. None of it. So people wouldn't have known this was yours. But you needed to let people know that it was yours. So I see what you did there, right? However, the plan was it be in my deck, and people be so excited to have it in a deck and an affirmation card that they would also want it as a print. For me, that makes so much more sense. Also, I would be announcing that because it's my project that I commissioned you for. <sighs> Needless to say, she didn't she didn't change anything on the page, didn't delete anything. About an hour later, she finally goes in her story, adds more images <laughs> of the ones that's on her page, and then finally says. Oh, this is with with a collaboration I'm doing with Carrie Adela. First of all, sis, it's not a collaboration. This was a commission project. Second of all, if it's a collaboration, where's my coin? <laughs> where's my coin? Because I have not seen any profit. I have not made any money off of any of the prints she has sold. Right? Cool. Cool. <sighs> Send her email. Said what I had to say. She didn't like the way I said things. Send me a text and said, I'm sending your money back. Has all my images. Has all of my ideas, right? Because at the end of the day, she created it's her hand, like she said. But it was my idea, right? I left it alone. I moved on with life. <laughs> Started noticing some sneaky things. Started noticing, even though I asked her to stop selling them, she continued to sell them. I left it alone. Still didn't say anything. I vented about it. Never spoke about her. Never mentioned any artist anything right 
today, July 7th, 2021, I see that she never deleted the images. Like I told her, she had archived them because they were back on her page in the same spot. And so this is where I'm just like, you know what? I was quiet for two months and I left it alone. I let you be. You even made money off of other prints. And I didn't ask for a dime. I didn't say nothing. And I let you be. And I let you do this foul shit to me. Because the way I see it is I was trying to make sure everybody ate. And she was trying to make sure (laughs) I starved. She took food out of my son's mouth because I've been planning this for months, for months, for months, for months. I had such a grand vision for this, right? So I spoke up about it. I spoke up about it on Instagram, you know, said what I had to say, submitted facts, whether people liked it or not. Facts are facts. Facts are in writing. Um, And I left it. And it's there. I don't know how long it'll be there, but it's there. And I think one of the comments that stuck out to me was that, one, people are saying, like, it's her art. Like, you missed the point. Like, as an artist, when you're commissioned, there's integrity, right? There's just where you do things. As a commissioned project, it's not yours. Yes, you create it. But it's not yours. But two, because I spoke out and because I posted it on such a on such a big platform, I was said to be not a woman of who I am. I was said to be that I am not a true woman who inspires and uplifts other women. And I wanted to talk about that. There's a few things I want to talk about. Right. One. And I say this with so much love, right? I love women. Every single thing that I do in life has been about women, has been about me healing myself as a woman, has been about helping other women heal and creating things to help other women heal, right? With it, whether it be services, whether it be products, whether it be community circles to help us heal, to help us grow, to help us connect and to help us flourish together. That has been my work. That will always be my work in some capacity. So when I hear things like that, it's always just like, (laughs) y'all got this woman empowerment shit fucked up, right? Because just because, just because I love women, just because I want to uplift women. I want us to be better. One doesn't mean all women want to be uplifted. That's first of all, right? Let's let's go there. Second of all, I love women. I don't love all women. and All women do not love me. Let's be very clear on that. Right? So this whole, oh, you're not about this thing. Yes, the fuck I am. And I don't even have to speak on that. My community can speak on that. Right? There's always going to be people who don't like you. That's 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 a big fact. Right. There's always going to be people who overstep their boundaries with you. And when you put them in their place, they're going to feel away and then they're going to be like, oh, I don't like her anymore. (laughs) Okay, that's on you. But whenever a woman speaks out for herself and another woman is involved on the other end of that, she is said to be (laughs) a fraud 
And that is fucking bullshit. I'm so tired of that narrative. I'm so tired of that narrative. That is not the case. I am for women, but I am not for women doing other women dirty. I am not for women lying on other women. I am not for women stealing from other women. I am not for women who do not operate in integrity. I am not for women who hurt other women. I am not here for that shit. I'm not. And I say that with love. I'm not here for it though. And if that bothers someone and that makes me a fraud, then you know what? So be it. So be it. (laughs) So be it. You know, like I said, I'm not perfect. And that's the beauty in me. Okay. I am not perfect. I'm quick to call myself out on my own bullshit. And I've done so many a times. I know when I'm wrong. I know when I've been wrong in friendships. I know when I've been wrong in situations. I'm not wrong (laughs) in fighting for what's right. I'm not wrong in speaking up, right? So sometimes I think situations come about like this one so that I could activate my throat chakra on Mercury Day, which is today, Wednesday, and speak up for what was wrong. Speak up for what was right, because this wasn't right. I was right. Like being right is operating integrity, right? Because I'm not going to say I'm right. I'm not going to, not getting into that. But operating in integrity is important, right? And people needed to know like, no, this wasn't cool. This wasn't cool. This, this was a shitty ass move. This was all about money, right? Because at the end of the day, that's really what it boils down to. It was about money. It was about fucking money. And that's that's ugly. Right? <laughs> but I will say this. Because I've questioned God for the last two months. And I've cried and I've cried and I've cried and I've questioned God because <sighs> y'all don't even know the project that I had in mind. Right? For this. Y'all see some of the prints. If you see them. If you don't. Whatever. But... <sighs> The project was so much bigger, so much bigger. And it meant so much to me. Um, But I questioned God and I'm just like, well, what do you want me to do now? Why did you do this? You gave me the vision. I don't understand how you gave me the vision and then you took it away. (sighs) Sometimes. Let me try not to cry. Hold on. Um. Because y'all know I don't edit. (laughs) Sometimes God will give you the vision. He will give you the tools and he will allow you to start creating. And he will snatch all that shit away in the blink of an eye because he saw some shit that you did not see. And he was protecting you from something that you could not see. And so I'm learning to trust God because God saw something. God saw that there was something on the other side of this that could have went uglier. There was something that could have gone completely worse because I didn't have a contract in place. My fault. I didn't know better. I know better now, baby. I didn't have an NDA. I didn't have any of that. My fault. And I'm okay with that. And I'll take that and I'll I'll eat that shit. <laughs> I will eat it. But God will give you the vision. He will give you the tools. He will let you create. And he will snatch it away in the same breath. If he sees something that you do not see. 
if he sees something that is not right so that he can protect you. And I'm learning to trust him. And as much as it hurt, (laughs) you move forward, right? I know people are like, oh, you move on, you're creative. I will, but I needed to process this and I need to release it. And I've tried to release it for two months and I've left it alone and I released it. I'm moving on because one thing about a creative person, they will always have ideas. They will always create. And when I'm creating for my community, I'm creating for the people I love. I'm creating from the heart. I will always be given the vision and God will always give me the tools. So I trust in that. I trust in that. And I want you to trust in that, that if something is not going the way that you planned, if something is not going the way that you thought it was supposed to, if God gave you something and snatched it away, I want you to believe that there is something better and there is a bigger purpose. Okay? I want you to fully believe that. I didn't want to make this episode about me bashing anybody, so you won't hear a name, you won't hear any of that. Um... But I wanted to remind you to use your voice. You know, we live in a world where women are not supposed to speak up. We're supposed to be classy. Listen, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what it means to, to, to act a certain way and to be a certain way. And to, you know, I tried to tap into my Tabitha Brown. Baby, I love her so much. She is so graceful, so beautiful. Um... I tried. And one day, you know, maybe I'll have it in me. But today, at this moment, I don't have Tabitha Brown in me. But I know that I did say everything (laughs) from a pure place. Um, But I want us to use our voice. When people do shit to us, how many women have been wronged? How many women have been hurt? How many women have, you know, had their shit stolen from them? In any capacity, Right? Especially artists. I see it all the time. And we're just like, you know, whatever. I'll be silent about it. No, like, speak up about it. And I'm speaking up about it, not just on the, oh, shit, my work was stolen. I'm speaking up about it because I need you to know that I messed up by not doing things the right way legally, by not having things written. And so use me as your example. I always say that, you know, I go through things and I want my mess to be a message. I want to find beauty in the mess and I want to share it. And so use me. Allow me to be that for you. If you are doing something, do it the right way. If you don't know how, ask questions, you know. But don't let my mess up be your mistake, okay? No matter how much you love people, how much you trust people, how much you know people are like, oh, no, they would never do that to me. Yes, the fuck they would. Yes, the fuck they would. Because people see money. And unfortunately, people see a dollar sign. And if they don't operate in integrity, there goes your shit. And I don't want that to be you. Um, But yeah. So trust God. Trust where you are. Trust where you are going. And do things a smart way. So you can work smarter and not harder. (laughs) Um... But I will try my best, y'all. I will try my best to be back next week. Next week is my birthday week. You know, what a way to to go into it. But we're going to leave this this year. 
Um, so yes, next week is my birthday week. I'm excited about that. I'm moving on to new creative things that I look forward to you all seeing, you all being a part of, you all utilizing. And I'm really excited. Um, my books are open. If you didn't know, I am an intuitive oracle card reader. And so my books are open. I have some spaces available for July, August, and I think September is already up. So you can book in advance. Um, yeah. So if you haven't gotten your first affirmation deck, I suggest you do that. <laughs> Those are still available. My first affirmation deck, which is my baby, my pride and joy. The first thing that I've actually created physically aside from t-shirts. Um, and yeah. I thank you for allowing me to share my story. I thank you for giving me the space. I thank you so much for loving me um, in the mess, in the chaos. And as always, I thank you for being here because you don't have to be. So I love you and I hope to continue to connect with you. And I will speak to you soon. Talk to you later.